We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome. It is Powerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Now, the only thing we're talking about right now, uh, the only thing we're talking about right now is why. Why? Have we had a spate of accidents in the 2 o'clock hour? The 2 o'clock hour. Why is that the case? What have you noticed out there in uh, driver land? What have you noticed in driver land that people are doing differently now that maybe they did not do before? Because it's, it, just, it strikes me as being ridiculous. I mean, it, it's, it's unheard of. I cannot remember a time where we've had three straight days where the weather has been absolutely perfect for driving, where we've had these serious accidents. At least two of them have been rollovers. Um, why? Is it that people, I mean, I, I've not heard of anybody being charged with drunk driving. So drunk driving does not seem to be uh, the reason for these things. Um, I have heard concern uh, in some quarters that speed has been, out of control because during COVID, it was basically pick your own speed limit. You choose the adventure. You pick your speed limit because nobody was on the roads. And the cops didn't want to pull anybody over because they didn't want to get COVID. It wasn't worth the ticket. I have no idea how many uh, traffic summonses were issued during the peak of COVID, but uh, I don't think it was very many. I don't remember seeing anybody pulled over uh, during the peak of COVID. But people are not what what's going on what what are you seeing out there as you are driving and this by the way is a good time to call uh what are you seeing out there driving to which you would attribute the spate of accidents in conditions that otherwise would be absolutely magnificent what are you seeing is it speed is it in consideration, is it a lack of compassion, or I would say a lack of common sense? Uh, one guy said, people aren't letting other people into traffic as they should. For example, you're driving on a highway, people are trying to merge on from an entrance, and you don't move over and cut them a break. Now, sometimes you cannot move over because you've got a line of traffic uh, behind you and to your left, maybe right next to you. So what exactly is, uh, is going on? Is it that? Is it that people are distracted? Um, I honestly don't have a clue. I really don't. And I'm not, to tell you the truth, I'm not even sure if anybody is offering um, driver education anymore, at least as far as the uh, high school students are concerned. All right, 803, this is a great time to call, 803-0930. 
star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Personally, I can't stand it when people are driving like slowpokes in the passing lane. That is my own personal pet peeve. Uh, another pet peeve is people who do not advance at all when the light turns green. I think to myself, you've got to be kidding me. The light is green. And I usually give three seconds and then a tap of the horn, but never laying on the horn. And that's that's another thing. Are you seeing more road rage out there? And road rage is one of those things that <clears throat> periodically rears its ugly head. Uh, it's reared its ugly head around here and, and pretty much everywhere around the country. But... I'm trying to figure out why three days in a row I've come on the air and early on in the program, before the peak or the hump of drive time even is underway, we've had to deal with these massive backups and these incredible accidents, and in two cases, traffic being diverted. What is going on in driver land? And I personally think that people flipped their minds and flipped their you-know-what during COVID. And it's reflected in a way a lot of people are driving. Uh, I'd like to know what you have to say about this. 803-0930, that is the only thing we're talking about right now. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is Janet in Amherst. Janet, you are on. Hello. Hi. I'm just noticing lately that people are driving recklessly. Uh, they're not thoughtful of other drivers. I'm an elderly person, and people behind me are, like, real impatient. Um, I think people are maniacs. I don't know why. Well, okay, you, you said that people behind you are impatient. Are you giving them a reason to be impatient? Are you one of the – tell me you're not one of the people doing 25 miles an hour in the left lane in a 45 zone. No, no, no. I'm being very cautious. I'm obeying the speed limit. And that's not good enough for most people because they're they're speeding. I really have noticed a lot of very reckless drivers lately, especially on the 33 and the the 290 and uh, the highways. I, I just I don't even want to drive there anymore. I'm I'm, I'm afraid because people are, are crazy. I you mean, see, I don't if know you're why. if you're afraid to drive, with all due respect, you shouldn't be driving. Because fear, I think, is your biggest enemy, one of your biggest enemies, when you drive. If you're afraid to drive, I think you shouldn't drive. Well, you're probably right. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be inconsiderate. But if if, if you literally are scared to drive, give up the car. Well, uh, that could have been an exaggeration. But what I meant is I'm more apprehensive than ever before because I'm noticing more and more People are driving recklessly, and it's just very noticeable. Give, give, us, I give us an example of uh, something you would consider reckless. Uh, you, you mentioned speed, I believe. What else are you saying that, that people are reckless? I've noticed red lights right. don't exist anymore. Uh, speeding. <laughs> speeding. Uh, people who uh, are not acknowledging uh, when you're merging, merging, mm-hmm. um, people won't let you in. It's like, I, I feel, I don't say everyone, but... I'm noticing more and more people are less apt to let you in when you're merging. You know, that's uh, actually, that seems to be a trend because our first caller on this subject said the same thing. I can't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are, people supposed yeah, not- to, what are people supposed to do who are merging? I mean, if you don't let people in, you're screwing up the whole system. Have you also noticed, yeah. by the way, the number of new vehicles that don't come equipped with turning signals? Oh, Okay. No, they're not using their signals. I'll cut right in front of you without without signaling. And I was wondering if that's maybe what you meant by uh, people driving uh, recklessly. 
recklessly, yes, that's true, because I know I always, um, I'm always using my signal. In fact, I put it on sometimes too early, which could be a problem, <laughs> but I'm, like, prepared. I have to be in the right lane. When I'm going to turn right, even if it's two exits ahead, I have to be over there. You know what I mean? I, I'm prepared. So maybe that's to my... Uh, maybe that's not working for me. I don't know. Uh, but what does it say? A hundred feet before you're getting off. That's when you're supposed to uh, turn the signal on. Is that it? I'm not sure exactly what it I is. I think it's a hundred feet, but I have that. to check. It's not that so much the turn signal. It's just being prepared and being in the right lane at the right time. You know, just being prepared. Oh, you know what? Come to think of it, when you talked about to the reckless drivers, I have noticed that people more and more are taking they're they're going from the left hand lane to the exit lane um, in yeah. a ridiculously short period of time. Like, excuse me, didn't you know your exit was coming up? Exactly. They're zigzagging a lot more too. Yes. On the thirty three, especially, they're zigzagging and um speed and then, and you're right. Not getting in that right lane at the right time. Well, you know, love the thirty, the thirty three, the thirty three has always been. Horrible. The thirty three yep. has always been a racetrack. Yep. Um, very interesting call. I I thank you for the call, and uh, don't be don't be scared. Well, I know, yeah, I know you kind of upset me with that advice. If you're scared, don't drive. Well, I, I, I exaggerated the fear part. I'm, I say that I'm more apprehensive, let's say. Uh, I think more aware uh, of those other drivers. Yeah, aware of other drivers, that's a good thing. That's defensive driving. Yeah. But fear, right. I think, can be one of your worst enemies when you drive. And, and the, best con- okay. the best way to conquer fear is experience. Uh huh. Because I think when we all start and driving, we're all scared. Right, but you're saying not to drive because of it. If if you are, if your fear is to the point where you're not making good judgments, um, where you're slamming on the brakes, uh, you know, without yeah, warning no. or something, it's it's not a good thing for anybody, especially you. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not slamming on my brakes, but I might be driving a little too slowly. <laughs> All right. Well, again, if, if there's a, there's a place for slow drivers, and it's the right hand lane. Right. I mean, let let everybody else take their chances with uh, the law, and you get to the right lane, and nobody's going to get impatient. That's right. All right. Thank you uh, very much. I I appreciate it. See, I I if if somebody tells me that they're scared to drive, I don't I don't want to be this per, my personal choice. I don't want to be in the car with them. I like somebody who is a confident driver, but not an overconfident driver. I don't like people who drive like maniacs, but I do like people who drive with uh, with with confidence. If you understand the uh, what I'm saying, arrogance is one thing. Confidence is something else. Here is uh, Paul in West Seneca. Paul. We've had a spate of accidents lately in the afternoon, beautiful afternoons. Why? What's going on? Point blank, I think it's the millennials. They're not being properly trained how to drive, and they think the road is theirs. I mean, there's no more driver ed in school. All they have nowadays is these driver ed course uh, classes out in town, and all that is is a money grab. So did you take driver ed when you were a young man? Yes, I did. My high school, Amherst High, they offered us driver ed where we actually had trainers. We were able to drive in where I learned, you know, also how to uh, I mean, make my manual transmission huh. shifting better because the simulator had a manual transmission on it. So we learned how to drive manuals back then. Oh, that's outstanding. That's a, what, what were horses and buggies like? 
Uh, they were fun. Let me tell you what. I mean, I've got a lot of Amish friends that we can go out and uh, just have a good old party with. Oh, my goodness. Um, I can't believe that you, you learned to drive in driver ed on a manual transmission. Um, I yeah. think I think everybody should know how to drive a manual transmission. I, I applaud you. I applaud your teacher. That has to be hard. Well, like uh, you and I, we, we discussed this matter before. My dad taught me when I was 12. I uh, old pickup truck. Yeah, you're not you're not the one who drove Dad's car into the fields in the backyard, are you? No, I'm not the one that did that. All and right. I was not the U-boat commander either with his Porsche. <laughs> All right, so it's millennials because they're not being properly trained. All right, maybe some millennials will call in to argue the point. They may, they may call in the point, but my biggest pet peeve driving the city streets are those people that block the intersections. Lots of streets. So, for example, um, the Union Road off the 400. There's a turn right after it where people have to go to Mooney's. Well, you got guys want to get on the 400, and they're blocking that intersection. Yeah, they're causing have to wait. gridlock. And it says right there, state law, don't block the intersection. That's right. And when I don't block it, I got people who want to pull in front of me. Yeah, you you are you are correct, sir. You are correct. Um, I thank you very much for the call. Uh, that that is uh, that's not been related, as far as I know, to any of the local recent accidents we've had. But yeah, I mean, you can certain places you cannot stop, like in front of a fire station, you can't stop there. All right. So, um, what have you seen out there driving that you would say that's probably a reason we've had so many accidents over the last three days? When the weather has been absolutely stellar. Absolutely stellar. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, yeah, you, you have to be a defensive uh, defensive driver. Defensive driving is good. Scared driving, I don't think, is, is good at all. Because when you get scared, by definition, you make wrong decisions when you're scared. Defensive is one thing. Scared is, is something else. Uh, let's go to Tony in Orchard Park. Tony, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Tony. Go right ahead. Uh, uh, great, to, great topic today, Tom. And I just want to uh, compliment your last uh, caller. I think he's got a great point. Uh, however, the level of uh, uh, selfishness, aggravation, frustration, uh, aggressive driving, coupled with zero uh, deterrence, and uh, high stress levels, maybe because of the economy or gas prices or just being plain broke, are stressing people out. But the zero deterrence and the, uh, the, the aggressive driving has been noticeably significantly increased prior or since the beginning of the COVID virus, which I think really spearheaded a great deal of negative uh, driving ability. That's, that's a real interesting point. I think maybe some of it might be that there was no enforcement during COVID and people had the roads to themselves and basically made up their own rules. And then when traffic rejoined the roads, uh, the old rules uh, kind of followed the new people, if you understand what I'm saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, when you say aggressive driving, can you give us an example of what you mean by aggressive driving? Oh, absolutely, uh, Tom. I, I spent several years... Uh, in the uh, Traffic Enforcement uh, Action Investigation Bureau and I, I, in the police department, i got to tell you, people are blatantly cutting people off. Accidents are everywhere. 
the aggression, the disregard, the disrespect on the streets today is 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 off the charts. And uh, I think it's it's imperative. I think it's very important that we allow uh, or permit the uh, law various law enforcement agencies to uh, increase uh, traffic uh, supervision uh, to enforce the traffic laws. As, as much as possible, because things are so out of control now that uh, people are being afraid to go out, go out and drive. And yes, maybe they, uh, maybe their driving is being curtailed. But who's going to take care of them? How do they get to the drugstore, the hospital, the food store? I mean, you know, it's brutal out here. It's, it's brutal on the streets today. Well, they got it. Uh, I would say pick the time in which you drive. Try to stay away from drive time. Try to drive during the low times. Uh, during low tide is when I'd try to drive. If I, if I was scared to drive, I would I would drive during the time when the traffic is uh, is reduced. That's great advice as long as you've got that flexibility. Uh, the thing, you know, I mean, I almost got run over in a parking lot. I've noticed people in parking lots driving like maniacs. I literally, I, I literally almost died a few weeks ago outside of Dick's. And there's one thing I don't want in my obituary. Tom Bowerly dies and Dick's. I thank you. Did you ever see people leave the, the church parking lot after mass? Well, I, no. Are they maniacs? <laughs> Well, they've oh, been man. they've been infused with <laughs> the whole, maybe they're in, in a hurry to see Jesus. I don't know. They spend an hour in church and they come out like maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks thanks very much. I appreciate it. You know, a lot of the Buffalo guys will say they don't have time to do a lot of vehicle and traffic enforcement. I mean, it's not it's not at the top of their priority list. Uh, they get call after call after call, and they got to prioritize. And it's not real high not real high up for the most part. There's always going to be uh, exceptions. Okay, so why? Are, it, oh, oh yeah, parking lots. I should have mentioned that. Have you guys noticed that people are driving like maniacs in parking lots? Ridiculous speeds in parking lots. I can't believe what when you, when you guys talk about aggressive driving and maniacs, parking lots, huge issue. Um, you can hold on if you want to. You can call back at 435. I wasn't even going to do this topic today, but the accident at 2 o'clock kind of steered me, no pun intended, in, uh, in into this direction. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, so why have we had uh, so many accidents during the, uh, well, not even during the peak of drive time? And uh, speaking of being scared and driving, um, when we used to go to New York City a lot, um, I'm scared to drive in New York City. Therefore, I don't drive in New York City. Seriously. There, there, there are places I am a scared, a scared? 
Thanks, Beef. I, I, there are places I'm scared to drive in. New York City is one of them, and I refuse to drive in New York City. I find it too scary. So I abandon the car and let somebody else do the driving and all that kind of stuff. Uh, also not a big fan of driving into mega events like uh, stadium concerts or football games. Not scary, just not a big fan. Big difference. All right, uh, so... Anybody else notice the whole parking lot thing? I literally almost died a few weeks ago in a parking lot walking outside of Dick's. And that would have made just the world's funniest obituary. All right, let's get back to the calls. 803-0930. Here is uh, Jeanette in Hamburg. Jeanette, you are on. Shoot. Hi. Um, Tom, I've got a great example for you. Just coming home and on the 190, it was a little slow, a little trafficy. And you have a motorcyclist literally driving down the center line between the two lanes. So he was evidently in a hot rush to get somewhere quick. That is insane. Right? <laughs> I mean, okay, I don't, I don't understand why somebody would do that because all it takes is one person not to be paying attention and maybe turn the wheel just a little bit. Next thing you know, you're ass over heels. Yeah, I was I was surprised to see it. So, or would that be heels know, over ass? <laughs> it, I guess it depends. <laughs> We'd be cartwheeling down the road. Put it that way. That's horrible. And uh, right. how about the guys who uh, believe that if you have a motorcycle, the shoulder of the road is your oasis? Oh well, yes, that's their personal driving lane when they want to get somewhere faster as well. Yeah, I I don't understand it. I really don't. But would you agree or disagree that the people most likely to do that are not the Harley people? Oh, absolutely. I think the people who have Harley Davidsons have paid a lot for their bikes and have a lot more respect for the equipment they're riding. All right. So uh, that is one example you have noticed. I thank you uh, kindly for the phone call. Uh, five o'clock today, Max Tresman, Tresman Law, will answer your questions on New York's gun laws. Here's John in Tonawanda. John, why have we had so many accidents outside of drive time lately? Yeah, so um, I think it's multifactorial, but um, I think there's three there's, there's three main reasons. Um, first off is the whole area has had a boost in population. Um, since 2020, Buffalo has increased in population in about 6%. So doesn't sound like a lot, but if you put, you know, 10,000 people in, you know, all over like the city, it's, it's, it's going to add up. Um, that's the first thing. But, the John, allow, thing, allow me to interject, uh, but apparently well, we've had a massive increase in the a-hole population. I guess that comes with the population increase then, you know. Huh. Um, but secondly, and this is going to rub probably a good portion of your, your, your audience the wrong way, but um, – I think a big contributing factor is the fact that a lot of the people in this region are, are boomers. And they're getting older, you know, um, and it's just kind of it just kind of goes with it. Is you you have a large population. I think the boomers are like the second largest population out of the millennials and Gen X. And uh, if you have a good portion of them getting older, like 65 and up, and they're driving slow, that's going to cause a big bottleneck in the whole traffic system. People are going to get more frustrated. Um, I was driving with my dad like a month ago. He's like 66 or so, 67, and we're on the 190 or the 290, and he's doing like 50 miles per hour. I'm like, Dad, you're going 
way too slow. He's like, oh, sorry, you know, sometimes you just don't notice that when you get older, you know. Um, so but, basically what you're saying is we have too many senior citizens on the roads of western New York, and they are part of the problem. They're, they're not – yeah, they're part of it. They're, they're not the whole problem. But the last part, the, the third part I think is going to ring true to your audience as well – is Gen Z, you know, is not is on the road now, and they're they're the youngest generation, and they're, you know, big big population too. So you take a large uh, increase in population, large increase in slow drivers, large increase in you know inexperienced drivers, and you have a whole recipe for disaster. Uh, that is a very interesting, and as you said at the beginning, multifactorial analysis. Uh, where do you fit in into this continuum? By the way. Right. So I'm a millennial. I'm 31. And just with my own, you know, experience, when I first started driving, I've noticed that there's a lot more cautious and slow drivers than, you know, when I was 18 to when I'm 31 now. And I'm, I'm telling you, I, I really think it's a large portion of the population that are getting older. And like the one caller said, she was kind of afraid, kind of cautious. And I, I really believe that slow drivers cause more accidents than fast drivers. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of people who underdo the speed limit. I mean, I'm going to be very, very honest with you. Uh, it, it, and if you're scared to do the speed limit, I think I think that's maybe nature telling you something. And I just hope that I have the wherewithal uh, when I get to that point to say, "All right, my driving career is over. I'm Ubering everywhere now." Right, right. Because what's 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 going to make you step on on the gas or cut a, a lane super quick? someone who's flying past you or a person who's going, you know, 15 under, you know? Yeah, I, I look, I understand your frustration. I do. And I share your frustration. Uh, and I'm not talking about speeding. I'm talking about just doing the speed limit. Right. I, I thank you very much. Uh, very interesting analysis. And, you know, I, I wonder how many people uh, listening have uh, taken themselves off the road because you realize that your skills just aren't what they were. And it's not even, you know what, it doesn't even have to be cognitive decline. It can be a physical decline. As you get older, you're not able to move your head as much as you did when you were uh, younger if you've got uh, cervical degeneration of your spine. It's not that easy. Um and you, you know, you can you can try to make adjustments, I suppose, get bigger mirrors. Uh, but you know, the other thing too is we've also got more safety devices on our cars than ever before. Not just the airbags, but also those side mirrors that will light up if somebody's in your blind spot. Oh, that's one of the other things too. People who drive in your blind spot. Oh, drives me nuts. But. Why are we having so many more accidents? We've had three days in a row now. We're outside of the peak of drive. We've had these monumental tie-ups and accidents. Why? What are you seeing out there? And anybody want to take my bait about parking lots? People are driving like maniacs in parking lots. I go to one restaurant all the time, and when I back my car out of the spot, I am so, not scared, but so cautious because people pulling in are doing 30 miles an hour like dude really you got to be kidding me uh back to the calls on wben here is uh uh bobby on wben i mean my driving record speaks for itself i'm obviously a cautious driver i've never caused an accident uh you're on wben hello hi tom i'm 75 okay and i'm i'm not i'm a defensive driver like, if I have to go to the Boulevard Mall, when I come out of Decatur to go on to Niagara Falls Boulevard, I stay in my right-hand light. 
because I don't want to have to fight with somebody to get into their right-hand lane. You know what I mean? So I'll t- And I take my time. I'm in no hurry. But I'm going to tell you, my nieces, who are in their 30s and that, oh, they're road rage. They're road rage. They go over the speed limit. They get into a left hand. They get into the sunny lane. And they want to get into the right-hand lane. And then they have a fit because no one's letting them in. Oh, that's not good. Well, you're supposed to be a defensive driver. Defensive driving is what we were taught, the Smith system of defensive driving. Right. And when I go to Akron, I go down Main Street. Once you get past where the uh, Pumpkinville is, it goes to 55. Yeah. I have no problem going to 55, 60 miles an hour. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not afraid to drive. I have an older SUV, so I don't have all those luxuries. I check my window in the back. I check my side mirrors. I always check when I'm slowing down to make sure the guy behind me is going to stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the parking lots are the same way. And here's another thing I'll tell you I do. I never pull my car in. I always back it in. Like even at home, I'll back my car into the garage because I have people that walk their dogs at all hours of the day. And I would feel so bad if I hit somebody. Oh, what a great point. What a great yeah. point. And, uh, that's excellent. The same thing, the same thing with the... When you go to, like, Taps or Wegmans or that, if I can, I'll pull, I'll back in so that when I come out, I can see everything around me. Well, it sounds like you've got your stuff together. I mean, it sounds like you've got everything, it sounds like you're doing everything right. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? Because I've seen, hey, you want to know something? I was driving down Griner near Goodridge. Here comes a guy, there's a young kid in front of me in an SUV. Here comes a guy, I don't know if he was coming straight or making the right-hand turn, plows into this young kid, pushes the kid into the dirt. Then we watch him. He makes a U-turn, and he gets back on grinding, going towards Maple. We thought he was going to stop. He didn't stop, and he didn't speed up. He just kept going slow. And everybody thought, well, he's either drunk or he's on drugs. And then to boot, guess what? His phone fell out of his car. (laughs) So the cops have his phone and his license plate. Oh, that's awesome. I was actually going to ask if his license plate came off. Well, I, obviously, I'm sure they're hot on the trail. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, you betcha. Thanks, you Bobby. Betcha. Th- Alrighty. Thank you. Yeah, defensive driving, um, you know, uh, you, you have to be a defensive driver. And uh, for now, some people hear defensive driving and they think, oh, slow driver. No, defensive driving means basically your head is on a pivot. You're looking around all the time. You're aware of what's going on. Defensive driving means when you're on the New York State Thruway at night, you understand that every single mile of New York State Thruway, a deer is likely to jump right in front of your car. It's like if you're driving in Maine. At any given moment, a lobster may crawl right in. Now, if any given moment, a moose might go right in the roadway. They've actually got signs in Maine. So far, 318 moose have been struck by a car. There's one thing you don't want to hit. It's a moose. If you want to hit a moose, you might as well hit a, a hippopotamus because um, you're not your car is not going to survive, and you'll be lucky if you do. They are huge, huge animals. Defensive driving is how we were taught. And it doesn't, again, it, it doesn't mean slow, it doesn't mean scare, it doesn't mean timid, just means defensive. I had no intention of doing this topic today, but then 2 o'clock, everything changed. So why are we having so many accidents outside of drive time? Three days in a row have come in, three days in a row, major accidents have happened. What's going on? Back to the calls on WBEN, maybe you can figure it out. Todd in uh, Tonawanda, you're on WBEN, go. 
Hey, Tom, I, I agree with everybody that has called in and the demographics, and that all plays into, into that. One of the pet peeves that I have is people, especially on rush hour traffic, follow way too close. Oh, yeah. Like bumper to bumper. Yep. And me personally, I give myself enough time. I ask myself, if that person smashes into something, especially motorcycles, do I have enough time to stop? Amen. That's, uh, that's basically all I had to offer you. <laughs> no, that's that's good stuff. And actually, that's one of the things that we, that we learned in defensive driving. Uh, give yourself enough car lengths uh, room between you and the person in front of you so that if that person came to a dead stop, you could stop without rear-ending them. Let's go to uh, Bill in uh, uh, Lawton's. Bill, you're on WBEN. Go. Yes, sir. What you were just talking about. I drive a dump truck. So I try to give myself enough room. But it seems that people nowadays think that you're letting them in. That's for them. You know, you're being courteous and letting them in. It's not. I'm trying to give myself enough space to stop. I got 22 ton on. I'm not going to stop on a dime. Well, they're going to find that out the hard way. And people nowadays, they're paying attention to their cell phones. The girls, I I see it today on a 290. The girls got their uh, legs up on the dashboard. You, you know, their foot up on the dashboard. Wait, when they're I'm driving? Like, How are you driving? Yeah. How is that possible? Trust me, they do it, honest to God. I've never seen I that. I am not kidding. I have. That's Trust bizarre. Me. I bet you, I will bet you other callers will say the same thing. It's like, and governor cars, except for emergency vehicles, to 65 miles an hour. I'm Put sorry. A governor on them. We used to have them years ago. Nah, not a big fan. Sorry, too much state control. Let let give people freedom. Give people freedom. We don't need a governor. The only thing that needs a governor on is Linda Ronstadt, and that was many years ago. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. No, because there might come a time when you've got an emergency, somebody having a heart attack, and you're going to be cursing somebody who put the 65-mile-an-hour governor on you. You can't get an ambulance. You can't get a helicopter. you got to get to the hospital to save a life. I don't want a governor on my car. Um, unless it's Kathy Hochul as a hood ornament. <laughs> Oh, those teeth would catch bugs. Uh, Let's go to uh, Joe in uh, Orchard Park. Uh, You're on WBEN. Oh, she would be alive. I'm not insinuating any act of violence whatsoever, but it would be an eye catcher. Um, You're on WBEN, Joe. Hi. Hey, Tom. I I have to disagree with you on the Harley riders. I I see Harley riders do so many, uh, it's almost like deliberately wrong things. And uh, just a few weeks ago, I'm going down Transit Road, and uh, I need to get over in the right-hand lane. And I hear this motorcycle coming up behind me. It's a Harley-Davidson. And uh, he's coming up, and I'm like, okay, I'll wait till this guy gets by me to get over to the right. All of a sudden, I don't hear him anymore. I'm like, oh, did he turn off or something? I'm looking in my mirror. I don't see him. I turn my head around. He's riding right in my blind spot in the uh, window pillar. Is blocking him on the motorcycle, but I can see his arms. And I'm like, okay. So I put my signal on, and I look back at him. Now I can see his face. He's looking right at me. I'm like, all right. He, he, he's not moving. So I sped up. He speeds up. He hits, he hits the throttle. I'm like, whatever, dude. So I slam the brakes on, let him go by me, get over to the right. I can hear him throttling all the way up. He gets up to this minivan. I hear him let off the throttle. I'm watching him ride in the mini, minivan's blind spot. No throttle, just riding there quietly. Minivan puts his right signal on, then starts to get over. 
he lays on the horn. He comes up next to him, starts yelling at him. And uh, so the minivan ends up turning around. I get up next to the guy at the intersection. I put my window down. I'm like, are you trying to cause an accident? Why? I said, you just got my blind spot and let off the throttle riding there quietly. I just saw you do it to the minivan. Are, are you trying to cause an accident so you have uh, stories to tell friends? I'm like, you really need to learn how to ride. You don't, especially on a motorcycle, you don't deliberately ride in someone's blind spot. That's pretty stupid. Did he have a and, response? Uh, uh, yeah, he said something about fire trucks and stuff like that. <laughs> I but, guess, uh, and I thought, okay. Uh, and, uh, th- th- so I, I got to go, man. I got to go. I'm I'm awfully sorry. Uh, something about fire trucks. Nice. Yeah, that's the response uh, I got. But the person who almost uh, ran me over in the parking lot, I yelled, slow down, and they rolled down the window and uh, um, suggested something that I should do. Uh, it is uh, phys- anatomically impossible, uh, but anyway, it is uh, maybe not for everybody, but certainly for me. 457 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, coming up in the next hour, Max Tresman from Tresman Law is going to answer your questions about New York's new gun laws by popular request. So we will free up the lines and then get Max on uh, 5 o'clock until uh, the end of the program. It is Bowerly. So we started off strong, and we're ending strong, too. So this has been a full four quarters of football right here. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.